We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So Joe Flacco could face off against the Ravens in week one after Jets starting QB Zach Wilson sustained a knee injury in a preseason game over the weekend. And the Ravens Super Bowl MVP has already reacted to potentially facing his former Baltimore team. And in true Flacco fashion, he was honest with his feelings and didn't downplay the moment. I'm Bobby Trossett with Sarah Ellison. It's Monday, August 15th. And this is your morning Ravens vault. Lamar Jackson said he thinks the Ravens offense can be, quote, dangerous and refuses to let contract negotiations get in the way of that. Plus, Ravens rookie tackle Daniel Falele is making positive strides early on in camp. That's according to his offensive coordinator. We have all of that and more coming up. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Bobby, wasn't it just two weeks ago when we touched on former Ravens QB Joe Flacco and all the buzz around him in Jets country? Yeah, Sarah. I mean, when you're Zach Wilson's primary backup and your head coach is speaking of you so glowingly like this... It tends to generate some buzz, especially in a market like New York. He he should be, in my opinion, he could start in this league. I I, I believe that he's um, you know, I sometimes this league has a tendency to pigeonhole people or put labels on people, and uh, and then their their opportunities kind of get limited. But uh, but Joe Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in this league. He's he's really really talented. That was Jets head coach Robert Sala earlier this month, and Sarah at the time, as we both remember, there was a growing sense from local beat reporters on the scene that Flacco was actually outplaying the team's second year QB and former number two overall pick in Wilson. Right, but what's crazy is a lot has changed since then. Will you catch us up to speed on what took place with Wilson in preseason action over the weekend and what it may mean for Joe Flacco? So Wilson suffered a non-contact injury to his right knee during Friday night's preseason opener against the Eagles, and as a result, he's undergoing arthroscopic surgery for a meniscus tear and bone bruise. Reports are saying that the 23-year-old is expected to be sidelined a total of two to four weeks. And as we know, the Ravens and Jets square off week one in the Meadowlands on Sunday, September 11th. So, Bobby, 
Are you telling me what I think you're telling me is a Lamar Jackson-Joe Flacco week one matchup potentially in the cards? I'm saying quite possibly, Sarah. We both know Flacco's is New York's best, most experienced backup. And as week one quickly approaches, even Joe Cool himself acknowledge the possibility you allow yourself at all to i mean i know you you know it's, you're trained to kind of look at the next day ahead but do you allow yourself to think about the potential of playing the ravens i mean it's a it's a, it's a long a lot of water under the bridge but um but you know that's that's out there i mean you know it's the chances are the tack might not be available for that moment right okay i mean obviously people are going to bring it up to me and you know you, you think about that um i've been in a bunch of games where guys have played you know their past teams and coaches have played their past teams and usually the emotions uh, are definitely <laughs> crazy I mean guys try to act like they're so cool during the week and that doesn't mean anything you know so I, I know I, I've probably thought about it a tiny bit it's so far away and you, we, who knows what's going to happen at this point uh, but I've definitely thought about that in a little bit like oh yeah it's not going to be a big deal and I'm, I'm going to know deep down like okay it's 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 not yeah, you know, I'm gonna try to make sure it's not the biggest deal in the world, but at the same time, it's it's. Uh, I've been through it enough. I've seen guys go through it. It's a different thing. I mean, we Steve Smith played Carolina. Uh, I don't maybe the first year he was in Baltimore, and I mean it's comical looking back on it that he kind of was trying to act like he was all cool about it, and he's already super emotional and like next level when it comes to like intense when it comes to game day. Uh, but I'll never forget that day. I mean, he was on he was on another planet, and it worked out good for him. So, you know, you can probably go both ways. Yeah, a little walk down memory lane there from Flacco referring to the time when Steve Smith Sr. put together a revenge game for the ages against his former team. Of course, the Carolina Panthers. Agent 89 finished with seven catches for 139 yards and two touchdowns in a 38-10 blowout win for the Ravens back in 2014. But Sarah, moral of this story, there is a legitimate chance that when the Ravens and Jets meet in three weeks, former teammates Flacco and Jackson could, could be facing off against one another as starting QBs for the very first time. That would be something, Bobby, that I need to see. Ravens flock needs to see it. But we put the Ravens above Flacco. We love Flacco. But you know we can't be rooting for him in that game. That we just need to all bring it to Baltimore. But still to come here on the vault, I'll take you through a monster standout kind of weekend for Rashad Bateman at practice and the latest pressure with Lamar Jackson. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, Sarah, you mentioned it. Lamar Jackson spoke with the media over the weekend and covered a number of topics. But what were the highlights, the notable highlights? Right. Well, what stuck out to me was how Jackson feels about the Ravens' offense heading into his fifth year. He called the offense, quote, dangerous. Now, as we know, Eric DaCosta rebuilt the offensive line this offseason. We also know that J.K. Dobbins is back with a much deeper running back squad behind him. And then rookie Isaiah Likely was drafted to join an already strong tight end group led by Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle. Jackson was asked if the tight ends are starting to look like a three-headed monster. Yeah, yeah, it's looking like a three-headed monster this year. Yeah, it does, you know. But along with that, we got our receivers on the outside too, so it's going to be a dangerous offense, I feel. Now, dangerous is an apt word to describe how Rashad Bateman performed at camp over the weekend. According to the Baltimore Sun, Bateman seemed to win every repetition within his first few steps. He created the needed leverage at the line of scrimmage. Bateman was making plays in one-on-ones, seven-on-sevens, and 11-on-elevens. He caught balls near the sideline, over the middle, deep, short, in the end zone, just about everywhere. Here's what Lamar had to say about the day. Uh, young guys making contested catches. Um, and Bates is a young guy. He's his second season. He's been making great catches on um, back shoulders, um, be- beating corners over the top, even looking pretty sharp, looking like a receiver one. Yeah, Sarah, I mean, Bateman taking a step forward along with improvement at other positions are all positive steps. But let's be honest. I think we could both agree it's Jackson himself that really makes the offense dangerous. He's at the epicenter of all of this, right? No doubt. He's the straw that stirs this offensive drink. And what's scary, though, Bobby, is Jackson is trying to take his game to an even higher level. We all know what he can do with his legs, and we know he's been a strong passer. But Jackson and the Ravens are putting an emphasis on downfield passing. QB's coach James Urban likened Jackson's progress to none other than NBA legend Michael Jordan. You know, I've used the the example before. I think you guys have heard me say, you know, Michael Jordan always knew how to drive the lane. He had to learn a jump shot. Then he had to learn a fadeaway, right? That's the same as football players, right? Quarterbacks. You know, what area of my game needs improvement what area of my game can I grow maybe if it's not a great improvement but grow so that's where we are that's the deep ball and in addition to downfield passing we all know Jackson has put on about 15 to 20 pounds over the summer and while everyone is a little bit nervous that it will make him slower offensive coordinator Greg Roman thinks he may actually have gotten faster I'm interested to see I mean when I see him kick it into fifth gear here he's his engine's bigger So he might be a little bit faster. We'll just see how it goes, you know, but it's looking pretty good. All right, let's change gears here briefly, Sarah. Did Jackson give any kind of update on contract negotiations with the team? I know it's kind of a tired conversation, 
But I have to ask. Yeah, of course. Everybody does. And to be honest, Jackson just straight up said that he doesn't have news to share on that front. But he did reveal that he will not negotiate after week one. So that means the two sides have about four weeks to put ink to paper. I will say it's been refreshing to see Jackson not allow this process get in the way of his focus and his progress on the field. There are players around the league that would either hold out or hold in to get the deal that they want. Jackson has said he doesn't want to do that and potentially hurt his teammates and this season. But either way, for what it's worth, John Harbaugh still believes it's going to get done. Uh, the business part of it's the business part of it. You know, I'm very confident that'll get done when it gets done. You can't really rush it. You know, I don't think either side wants to rush anything. Both sides want to be happy when it's all said and done. And probably both sides unhappy when it's all said and done to some degree, right? That's kind of how it works. But uh, he's doing a great job. He's practicing well. He's a great leader on the sideline. He's right into the game. So, you know, everything, thumbs up. All right, Bobby, there is one rookie who earned some high praise over the weekend. Who is it? Yes, Sarah. First-year tackle Daniel Falele was selected by Baltimore in the fourth round of April's draft out of Minnesota, as we know. But Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman shared how he likes what he sees in the early going, at least thus far. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's coming along by leaps and bounds. Uh, really happy with him. And, uh, you know, it's the same thing, though. He's a rookie. He's got a lot, lot to learn. It's a day-to-day -day process. It's moment-to-moment, -moment, really. I really think uh, he took a step by staying here after our off-season program and working with our strength and conditioning staff and whatnot here. Uh, really showed some maturity there. I really think that allowed him to come into training camp uh, in a much better shape and ready to compete. So uh, arrow up for him. Uh, really excited about him. You know, when we get him and another one of our big guys double-teaming a, a three-technique, Warms my heart. Philately stands in at six foot eight, three hundred and eighty-four pounds. So Roman is not kidding. Here's what the twenty-two-year-old Australian native had to say about his preseason debut last Thursday. I felt like I was able to get more comfortable with the game and how it flows. And um, I mean, just playing in my first NFL game is was a huge accomplishment for me and I just felt so grateful to put on that purple and black and, and represent the Ravens. Yeah, so Sarah, in total, Falele logged 63 snaps, all of which were at right tackle in his preseason debut. Right, it sure seemed like he held up relatively well for a guy who was labeled as a developmental tackle coming out of college. Yeah, I would agree, but as you heard Roman say earlier on in the episode, he still has a lot to learn, and that's okay. Ronnie Stanley and Morgan Moses are believed to be Baltimore's week one projected starters at left and right tackle respectively. But if we learned anything about the 2021 Ravens, it's that depth matters especially along the offensive line. And before we jump, some other quick news items that you need to know, beginning with kicker Justin Tucker being named to this year's top 100 NFL players list, which is decided by votes from NFL players. The future Hall of Famer came in at number 94 after setting an NFL record 66-yard field goal last season. It is extremely rare for specialists to make this list, and Tucker is finally getting his due. NFL peers Mike Daniels, Chris Godwin, and Cameron Jordan all say the recognition is deserved. So you're cool with the kicker being on the list? Uh, he deserves it. 
I'm absolutely cool with a kicker being on the list. I think if a kicker is going to be on the top one, it 100% should be him. How could Justin Tucker not make it? How has he not made it before? When you're a top-tier kicker, yeah, you deserve, you deserve your flowers. Give him his flowers. He set a record in Detroit this year, didn't he? This is the guy you want, Greg. If, if you're in this situation, I can't think of a better option. This is for an NFL record 66 yards. Including the kick of the 2021 season. This game hangs in the balance with the longest kick in the history of the National Football League on the line. A 66-yard try. Tucker's kick is on the way. It is good! Crossbar! And it tumbles through! It is good! Time has expired! And it's mayhem on the field! Someone said out there, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like that before. You know what? Nobody's ever seen anything like that before because it's never been done before. And as for injury updates from camp, Tight end Nick Boyle returned to practice Sunday after missing Saturday. Running back J.K. Dobbins missed both weekend sessions as part of a scheduled evaluation period after his initial return from knee rehab. He's expected to return this afternoon. And Greg Roman said wide receiver Devin Duvernay is back to 100% healthy after sustaining a thigh bruise. He looked like he's right as Duvernay made the play of the day on Saturday with an over-the-shoulder catch on a bomb from Jackson. Meanwhile, center Tyler Linderbaum, wide receivers James Prochet and Tylen Wallace, defensive tackle Justin Matabike, and tight end Charlie Kohler all were absent Sunday. And finally, John Harbaugh hosted the team at his house following Saturday's workout, bringing in food trucks for the players to enjoy good food, swimming, and team bonding. And of course, Marlon Humphrey gave us an inside peek with his Instagram stream. But his teammates weren't interested in talking with him. Guys, today we're at Coach John Harbaugh's house. We got Key. We got the $70 million man. We got some some grub. Look at this crib. Look at this crib, guys. We got Jimmy Seafood per usual. We got the man plan. Mr. Harbs Harbs. Daughter Harbs Harbs. Wifey, Harbs Harbs. J.K. Dobbins, man, talk to me, man. Okay. Ty's about to talk to me, man. Tony, talk to me, man. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our show, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing it with a friend. We can also be reached by email via Baltimore Ravens Vault at gmail.com and that's all the time we've got today but we will be back tuesday morning with the ravens news you need to know so come on back and start your day with us here on the ravens vault